0: He didn't realize his life is a complex maze of highways, detours and dead ends. He is the rat, motivated by the cheese. However, the closer he gets to the exit, the further it's pushed away. Okay, space lady, start the show. Greetings to all sentient life forms in the universe. Welcome to Poetic Earthlings, a show that will provoke Inspire and alter your perception. Here's your host from a remote location south of the 49th parallel, York Campbell. Others of his kind applied ingenuity. They knew how to play the system, find the loopholes, create their own dumb luck. Occasionally, he saw a giant outside of his glass walls with a big head, four long ligaments, two used for grabbing, the other two for standing up straight. Sometimes the giant parted the skies, reached down, and took one of his brethren. The community perceived the giant as a benevolent god the architect of their world, the divine principle of the universe. Songs were written to worship his divinity. Small sacrifices were made to appease his wrath. Aiden wasn't as pious. He didn't sing the required songs or recite the same prayers. Instead, he questioned everything, such as the meaning of life, his own mortality, and the glass walls separating them from the cosmos. Speaking about the glass walls, he was the only one who tried to go through it. He even dug a tunnel to burrow his way underneath. When that didn't work, he used his teeth. When his teeth didn't work, he made tools to smash the glass. It didn't even scratch. All of his sweat and sore muscles was spent in vain. His kind has a two-year lifespan that consists of mating, eating, and sleeping. Yeah, you heard me right. Just two years. This doesn't give the average citizen much time to consider life outside of the class. But Aiden went against the grain. He knew there had to be a greater purpose for his existence. Occasionally, the skies opened. The divine architect's hand reaches in and raptures one of the citizens. Most of them are brought back with small incisions on their left ear. Their testimony of life outside of the glass was inconsistent. The majority had no recollection they were abducted. Others witnessed bright lights and strange sounds but failed to connect the dots. Sometimes, he examined his left ear just in case he was abducted without his knowledge. His girlfriend, Poppy, was abducted, or, as his people would say, chosen. She uttered nonsensical words such as and transferred consciousness. There was nothing remarkable about Poppy. If you look up average in the dictionary, you'll see her face. Not even her close proximity to the divine architect elevated her spiritual awareness. Sorry, Poppy. Aiden continued to survey the glass walls Until he found a crack in the south side. I haven't seen this before. The only way through was to crawl, but he wondered if this was a test. Maybe the divine architect was on the other side of the glass, taking notes, examining his ignorant creation. He looked through the crack, saw a red light. And an object hanging from the ceiling. He waited, held his breath, and walked into the outside world. Stewart adjusted the camera. After many years of research, it all boiled down to this. The senior professors and the news media huddled in the laboratory, waiting for the scientific breakthrough. However, the scientific community was divided. Some felt that this was a step too far. PETA and similar groups were outside protesting. Out of all of Stewart's subjects, Aiden was the most promising. The idea to communicate with another life form was unprecedented. Countless tests went into the intelligence transfer process. For the record, none of them worked. There was significant improvements in the cognitive abilities, but the leap to self-awareness was staggering. Here is Dr. Stuart Ross from a TED Talk earlier this year. There comes a time we have to believe in impossible things. To make a calculated risk for the future of our species. As you all know, the great disease is pillaging the earth. There's no cure, there's no vaccine. To ensure the continuity of the human race... We attempted to download our consciousness into supercomputers. Brilliant idea, right? Download it into supercomputers. Well, you already know the outcome. Computer technology and the human consciousness is incompatible. Here is the good news. Very soon, we'll be able to transfer your consciousness into another species. I know, crazy stuff, doesn't it? Doesn't it sound like sounds like science fiction, right? But it's true. I have created a chemical compound and injected it into our potential host. You can see on the slide right over here, there's new pathways forming into the brain. Once all of the pathways converge, then we can transfer our consciousness. Uh, excuse me, excuse me, Dr. Ross? With all due respect, If our consciousness can be transferred to another species, what would become of the human race? Can we still call ourselves human? That's a good question. My question to you is this, what is humanity? Is it only physical? Or is it something that goes beyond science? As we consider these things, great disease will consume us all. We can vanish from the pages of history or we could transfer our souls into a rodent. Aiden took a couple of steps outside of the glass walls. stopped, sniffed, moved his tail and looked up to the divine architect. What is your name? Cameras moved in for a close-up, along with a microphone that lowered from the ceiling. My name, My name is Aiden. Aiden's Escape, written and produced by yours truly, York Campbell. Next time on Poetic Earthlings. He had no intention of going to war to be trained how to kill and how to survive. Peacekeeper is what he signed up for to wear a maple on his shoulder, build bridges, supply water, and extol Canadian values to people overseas. In order to keep peace, he had to unleash hell. Everything he stood for fell. His humanitarian efforts was shelved. His Canadian values was targeted. The improvised explosive blew his caravan to pieces. I'm definitely looking forward to the, to the next episode called Canadian Peacekeeper. If you want to spread the word about the show, please do so on any social media host or website that you have. By the way, I'm on Twitter. My handle is PoeticRofling. Also, do me a favor. If you are really into the show, actually do me two favors. The first one is to spread the word about our show. Let them know that you discovered a show, a little show online called Poetic Earthlings. If they're weird, wacky, and kooky just like you, then they'll be into this show as well. The second favor, to support the show, please buy me a coffee at buy me slash poetic earthlings. I've got it! By doing so, it shows me that you like to you like the material and you want to see more out of this as well. As you know, I'm not supported by the major, major, blockbuster type of networks out there. I'm just a little guy creating the stuff that you like. So, feel free to drop me a buck or two or if you become a monthly member, you will receive exclusive content. Holy moly! So, that's buy me a coffee slash poetic earthling. Everything is on my website, PoeticEarthling.com, or in the show notes on your device. Thank you very, very much for listening. Also, special thank you to my big brother Elvis. Remember, be kind to each other. Be a good earthling. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.